Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to the Hyphen Weekend Podcast. I'm your host, Matt Wilbanks. Today, we're going to be talking about some essentials. Uh, there's a lot of things we could go in a lot of different directions. We could go with that, but we will dive in and we'll talk a little bit more about that. But I want to thank you for joining me today, and I'm looking forward to an exciting show with you. So let's kick the intro and let's go. Thanks for joining me. Hey, what's up, guys? First, I'd like to say I hope you've had an awesome week, and I want to extend a huge thank you to you all for joining in with me on the podcast today. I believe that the hyphen generation is ready to unlock and experience the greatest revival that this world has ever known. On this podcast, we will focus on preparing, equipping, and empowering hyphen across our nation and world to engage with purpose, their great commission. Your time is here and now. I'm your host, Matt Wilbanks, and this is the Hyphen Weekend Podcast. All right, again, welcome into the Hyphen Weekend Podcast. Again, I want to say thank you for joining in with me. We're going to talk today about what I felt like the Lord wanted me to deal with. I've been chewing on this one for a couple of weeks, but I felt really um, even more drawn to it this past week. I've talked to our hyphen about it, my local hyphen about it, and I started talking about essential things, okay? And I'm going to be a little bit more direct because essentials can be um, a lot of things for a lot of people. For instance, I have some essentials in my life. For instance, I like to eat cereal late at night. It is essential for me. I don't know what you like. It is essential for me to drink coffee in the morning. I don't know how you are. Uh, I go back and forth. I, I'm, I, I like to say that I'm a creature of habit, but, but I'm also a creature of change. I constantly change because of the fear of getting older. I've always heard that once you get into a habit, if you refuse to break that habit, then it means you're just getting old. So I, on purpose, change habits all the time also. Um, but but essentials, I don't know about you. Maybe you hit a road trip and you find some essentials. Hyphen traveling, let me think. Um, an essential, when I travel with hyphen, I see the bangs. Uh, energy drinks are bought. Those are essentials. I see uh, beef jerky. I see all kind of candies. I see sunflower seeds for my daughters, especially my middle daughter. She loves sunflower seeds. Those are essentials. And so I want to talk to us about a little bit of different kind of essential today. And I have a question because of the society that we live in, and I'm going to ask you, but maybe that caused you to think of some essentials that you have. Or even when you pack a bag and you're going to go stay for a weekend somewhere, you pack the essentials. Essentially, I need my deodorant. I need toothpaste. I need a toothbrush. I need things to clean myself with. I need clean clothes. I need these are essential things that I need to go on the journey. And so I want to read to you a couple of verses today. I'm going to read in Hebrews chapter number 10, and I'm going to read to you verses 22 through 25. So it's just three verses, and then that will be it 
for that's all I have to read for us. But I do want to read a little slowly. It says, let us draw near with a true heart in full assurance, having our hearts sprinkled from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water. Now, I want us to break down each word that is spoken right here. Okay, so we have to draw near in your brain. You can write check, draw near. And then it says, I'm going to draw near, but I got to do it with a true heart. There's no way that I can go toward what God is wanting me to do, the purpose that he's wanting me to have with a fourth of my heart, with a half of my heart, with three quarters of my heart. It takes all of my heart. He will overlook my struggle. He will overlook my shame. He will overlook my issues, but he will not overlook my half-heartedness. He said, if you are lukewarm, I will spew you out of my mouth. He is looking for us and the line is drawn in the sand that we have to give our whole hearts to him. So it says, draw near with a true heart in full assurance of faith. So I am fully persuaded. I have given my whole heart and I am full of faith, having our hearts sprinkled from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water. So we're reading words like true and pure and sprinkled from an evil conscience and we're full of faith and we're drawing near and we're doing all these things. And so I'm, I'm making sure that I point all this out early and I'm just going to talk to us for a moment after I read these, but I do want to read these. Verse number 23, these are essentials, I believe, but I want to explain what I mean. Excuse me. Verse number 23, let us hold fast to the profession of our faith without wavering. So I'm holding on to my faith and I am not going to wave Uh, waver for he is faithful that promised now this is where i want to get into it verse 24 and 25 let us consider one another now what does it mean to consider it's it means for me to think about you or you to think about me or me to think about somebody else i am considering somebody else what it means is i'm considering their plights i'm considering where they're standing you're considering what's going on in the room you're reading the room and then it says let us consider one another for a purpose and this is the purpose to provoke them now back in the day as i grew up all the way up to let's just be honest I still provoke just for fun though mostly um except for what 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 else we're about to talk about but my mom told me when I was younger when I was not able to walk and my brother would walk by the playpen I would reach out and grab him by the hair of a head for no reason just to reach out and grab him and I've always provoked my brother he's calm he's collected I'm up and 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 crazy and loud, and so I've always provoked him. And it was up until I read these kinds of scriptures that I realized that you could still provoke people, but it's for a different reason. The Bible says, again, it says, Let us consider one another to provoke unto love. What is the essential, what 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 is the core of love? Well, well, that's simple. God is love. That's what love is. So my job is to provoke unto love, which means I'm provoking somebody to God and to good works. My job is to provoke unto love and to provoke to good works. And then it lands on this scripture, and this is where I want to land us all. 
And again, this one might not be as long as what we're used to, but verse number 25 is a very common scripture. It says, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together as the manner of some is, but exhorting one another and so much the more as you see the day approaching. Again, this scripture talks about forsaking not the assembling of ourselves together as the manner of of the manner of some is, but exhorting one another. And so when I mean essentials today, one of the biggest questions that is asked in 2022, is it essential for me to go into a corporate worship, a corporate place of worship, a corporate place where people were joined together? But the Bible commands us, these are not uh, recommendations. These are uh, words that are written in the Bible Words that are that are that are clearly stated for there is a purpose for you and me, and it, it goes beyond the responsibility of the man preaching the word, or the responsibility of the singer singing the solo, or the responsibility of the Sunday school teacher, or the responsibility of so on and so forth. You and I, as lay ministry, you and I, as saints of God, you and I, as hyphen breathing living people, have a job of our own. If I'm not preaching, and if I'm not speaking, if I'm not singing, then I have a job to do. What is my job? The Bible says it's pretty clear. I am to provoke somebody to love. I am to provoke somebody to good works. You know why? Because they need me to provoke them to love. What happens when we come together as the body? to worship God, is there are people there that are full of faith. There are people there that are strong when I am weak. There are people there that can provoke me when I can't provoke myself or lift up myself. And so my job is to provoke somebody to love, and your job is to provoke somebody to good works. And this is why we cannot forsake the assembling of ourselves together because we have a job to do while we're there. We are there to worship. We are there to create an atmosphere. We are there to do these things. But I have a purpose, and it is to exhort one another. And it also says so much more as you see the day approaching. Friend of mine, hyphen, and people who are uh, just joining in and talking with me, it is very easy for us to see that we see the day approaching. We, we, we don't, we're not given a sign. We're not given the exact date. No man knoweth uh, when, when the, the Son of Man comes back for the church. But what we do know is that good will be said is bad and that bad will be said is good. And if you and I take a look around right now, that is exactly what has been going on in our world. Everything is good. Everything that that is looked at as good is bad, and everything that is bad is good. It's acceptable. If I'm talking about something bad, then I'm a I'm a hypocrite. I'm a bad person for standing up for what's right. And I and I see all these things going on in our world, and I know this is the end. This is what the Bible was talking about. So the 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 very end of that scripture. It, it, it encapsulates this whole thing. It says so much more as you see the day approaching. So my question and my answer to you about 
the world that's going to ask you, is it essential for me to go to church and be in the service together? The answer is absolutely yes. We need a pastor. We need a voice. We need leadership. But the the very being, the whole pieces of all these things put together is we are a body and a body cannot survive or a body a body can can have an uh, a missing finger or a missing leg but it doesn't function correctly there's no balance and without us being together there are going to be issues because we all have a job to do if i'm not preaching again i am to provoke unto love i am to provoke unto good works i am to provoke uh, ex- exhort rather uh, my, you or, or, or a friend or somebody at church, my job is to focus on the body. So I have to take time in my schedule to go to church, to worship God, to create an atmosphere. But if I didn't study for the word and I didn't study to teach the, the, the Bible study and I didn't uh, practice for the solo and I didn't do all these things, then there's still a job to do. Don't be the last person there and the first person out. You have a job to do. Your job is to provoke to love. Your job is to provoke to good work. Your job is to exhort somebody. That is not something that we can check off the box. And in 2022, it's so easy for us to walk through and check off boxes because we live in a world um, that that is a, in pursuit of 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 title and in pursuit of of self will and self position and self this and self that but this is saying something totally different this is saying your purpose to being in the house of god your purpose into being together is not about you it's about you doing something for somebody else Maybe somebody comes in with a tough day, they've had a bad week, and you prov- you know they need to laugh. And I, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to say the dumbest thing I can say because I'm going prov- to provoke you to love. Because what happens is, let's say you come in on Sunday morning, you come in on Sunday school, and you, and you have a tough attitude. You've been fighting all week. And I say something, I, I provoke you to love. I provoke you to 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 good works i do something to soften you up well when i have softened you up and the atmosphere is right then god now has access i can exhort you and i can make you feel better and i can tell you things are going to be okay and i can chip at the hardships and, and and the walls that have been built up for the week you can't do that for yourself but i can do it for you because i'm part of the body and when the body is injured, if I if I have a paper cut on my finger, my my blood will coagulate. It will close. It will heal itself. The body is supposed to work within itself to overcome things that 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 happen to it. And so, there should be a saint. There should be people who are working inside the church. That when there is someone there, someone should be exhorting someone else. Someone should be provoking someone to love. Someone should be provoking someone to good work. Hyphen, your job is not just to sing. Your job is not just to preach. If you don't have a title that day, your job is to work in the altar. Your job is to work in being a Christian. And what I mean by that is 
provoking people to love, making people better than they were when they got there. I can make an impact. I might not be able to sing. I might not be able to preach. I might not be able to do a lot of things, but what I can do is I can can provoke somebody. And let's not undersell ourselves. There are plenty of us that are very good at provoking people. It's just... It's just this time we need to decide I'm going to provoke somebody to love. I can provoke somebody to good works. I can help somebody and persuade somebody to go towards good works. If I can get them in the realm of love, if I can get them in the realm of good works, and I can exhort them into the place, then whatever burden they came carrying, God is going to be able to have access to help them. There is balm healing balm in Gilead. God is in the city. God is in the church. He is able to heal. And there's a question in Jeremiah, and that's what he says. He said, is there no balm in Gilead? Is the king not here in the city? Then why are my people not healed? Why are my people struggling? And the question, and and in my mind, one of the issues, the reason why the people are still struggling is because we're not working together as the body of Christ. And we think because we're not that person or the big dog or the pastor or the brother so-and-so, then we don't have a job to do. And we all should go into church purposed with a job to do. And that is to provoke to love. And that is to provoke to good work. And that is to exhort one another. If you and I can decide and make up our mind, no matter what I'm doing today as far as my title, my position, no matter what I'm doing today, I I have a purpose outside of that purpose. And that is to be a part of the body. And I I am going to provoke somebody to love. I am going to provoke somebody to good works. I am going to exhort somebody. If you would do that with one person, if every single person that is listening to this podcast did that to one person every Sunday, you would see revival start to break out in your church because your your church, those people would be start become healthy. They would begin to become healthy. And healthy people are strong. And the stronger they get, the more they can handle. The more they can handle, the more they can do. The more we work together, the more we're going to see revival happen. The more selfless we become, the more the more apt, the more we become apt to look at others and try to promote them and provoke them to love and to exhort them and help them, the more we're going to see God have be able to work and operate in the atmospheres in our churches and in our lives. So to answer the question that I that I started, essentials is it essential to gather in corporate worship it is absolutely essential because we need each other it's a body the body has to be one and if the body is not one the body is messed up i'm talking about physical if your body is not one if your arm is gone your foot is gone your toe is gone your leg is gone it's 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 it's, it becomes complicated Let's not make this complicated. It is essential to join together because we need each other. I am my brother's keeper. When the blood cried out from the from the ground from Cain and Abel, 
It was it was a sign saying, you are your brother's keeper. If something happens to your brother, then God is going to come asking, where is your brother? I am responsible not only for me and my home and my wife and my daughters and my son, but I'm responsible for my brothers. I'm responsible for my sisters. I'm responsible for the people who are around me. Let me be a person who is cognizant and who is willing to reach out and to promote somebody else, who is willing to reach out and to provoke to love because it is my responsibility to promote somebody else, to exhort somebody else. So I want to end it like this. I want to challenge you. If you felt like before this podcast you didn't have a purpose, know right now you have a purpose. And you can be a very vital member of what God is trying to do, a very vital part of what God is trying to do in the church. Don't look for titles. Don't look for 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 whatever. Look to help somebody. Look to make an impact in somebody's life. And when you're able to do that, well, then anything is possible. Anything is possible. It's an exciting place to live and to know that if I'm able to do that, then anything is possible. It opens up doors beyond me just helping somebody else. Things are released into my life. Things are released into my spirit. And God can simply have his way. That's what I want to see happen. God have his way in us, in the church, in the body. Because I want to see revival. But we got to have each other. Amen and amen. I love you, hyphen. I love you, friends. I want to say thank you for joining me. Pray this matters. I pray it hopes, and I'm praying for you. And I hope that you join me again next week. God bless you. Love you. Praying for you.